0: Welcome back to CREATE! Stories of students creating their future through hard work, determination, and personalized curriculum design right here at the University of Montana College of Business. Today we talk with Oren, a student in the Masters of Science in Business Analytics program. As a former employee of Vail Resorts in Colorado, his career trajectory reached a ceiling. Wanting to continue to learn and break through said ceiling, he began to search for programs in the Rocky Mountain West that offered both access to mountains and a world-class program. We talk about that decision, how it's going so far, and where he'd like to land after graduation. If you're a professional wondering how to expedite your career trajectory, this is the episode for you. Here we are. Oren, thank you so much for joining us on Create, the podcast from the College of Business. Uh, welcome to Pimple Group Studio here.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, really excited. So your connection to the College of Business, can you give folks a little bit of background on sort of how you got to Missoula, how you landed here and what program you're in?
1: Yeah, um, so I got to Missoula thanks to a professor in my undergrad at the University of Idaho. Um, He had planted a seed as I graduated, he said. You should really look at that MSBA program at the University of Montana and uh, at the time I was I was done with school I was just schooled out for a little bit. No more textbooks. (laughs) Yeah so my girlfriend and I moved to Denver and I worked for a year and um, I was actually a data analyst in Denver and that MSBA program just started to kind of ring in the back of my mind. I looked a little bit more at Missoula and I looked at the town and I just thought uh, I'm young and seems like a wonderful opportunity I applied and the rest is history here I am
0: yeah awesome and you've been in Missoula since July
1: I have so I got the uh, I got the full Missoula summer experience Excellent. fly fishing floating um, it's just a beautiful town yeah amazing
0: now when you were working as a data analyst in Denver uh, you mentioned you were working for Vail Resorts we did some conversation before the podcast before hit and record was there an experience that you had when you were working there where you said, oh, you know, I'm kind of reaching a ceiling? What What was the reason that you thought, hmm, I need, there, there's more that I need to do here or more that I want to do?
1: Yeah. Um, I had a wonderful mentor at Vail Resorts who really helped me uh, expand my analytical capabilities. In the same token as what you previously mentioned, um, as I started to get a grasp of how big the data was that we were using and how many different applications there were for the data that we were using, I realized that I actually knew very little and the time to push my comfort zone was probably now to really increase that efficacy in in analytics. Um, And so I figured retool, uh, expand my knowledge and come back to a position like this with a lot more to offer at a young age. Sounds like a really good idea, especially as this field is evolving so quickly might as well go and uh you know take that off the table
0: yeah so for someone listening that might be in the same shoes you were you know a couple years ago in that role like boy there's a lot that i don't know in this field (laughs) what advice would you have for them as they prepare to make that decision between do i enter a program like the msba at the university of montana or do i you know try to just open up Python and start working. <laughs> what what would you say to to someone in the in that in that situation?
1: Oh that's a that's a tough one. Um I would say it really depends on the person. Um there there's a lot of a lot of online courses you can take and a lot of different videos and you can really be a self starter with a lot of these tools. Um, I wanted a little bit more of a formalized approach. I had looked at the University of Montana's faculty and at some of the uh, you know previous achievements and employments that they had held, and I felt that their knowledge and insight would be invaluable and probably would not be something that I would gain from an online boot camp or, or something of that nature. Um, again, nothing against them. They can be cost-effective and, and really job-effective, too. I know people that have gotten jobs after that, but I decided to opt for a little bit more formal of a, uh, of an education in this, in this new field for myself. And then as far as choosing as, you know, I was in my current role, do I stay at my current role or do I go back to school and and try to, you know, upskill myself? I guess it really depends on, on your time commitment. Um, I was lucky enough to be able to say, you know, I can take this year off and go back to school and focus on this. Um, I know some other people might not have that opportunity. So it was kind of a do the best with what I had at the moment. And at that stage of my life at 23, um, you know, time is it's pretty valuable and pretty open. So yeah. I decided to take a year off of work and come back to the MSBA. Very cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's tricky because time is both open and you feel like, well, I gotta make the most of these years, you know, I wanna make these investments. Uh, but like if you think about time in dollar per hour, you're like, well I can I can spend a lot of time learning this myself or going to school because you know, I'm not leaving a eight figure job, right? Like <laughs> to to do this. But leaving that job that, that is, you know, a risk and some people might think, Well boy, full time MSBA, that could be a little tricky. Did you talk with your employer about the decision? How did that how did that work? If you're comfortable talking about that.
1: Yeah, um, I am. I had wonderful, wonderful support, um, throughout my entire experience with Vale Resorts, so I can't say enough good things about them. Um, yeah, when it came to making that decision, it really came down to, I wanted to move back to Missoula, so location was a factor for me. And then on top of it, I just had unending support from my, uh, manager and from basically the, uh, the head of my whole department on this decision. Um, the optimism, the acceptance, and the, you know, go get it. We support this for you and we hope you come back was never ending. Uh, with the people that I talked to at Vail, I actually was like called in at different meetings to Oren, tell them what you're doing with school. So it was a really nice experience with that. I never felt the, uh, the pressure from work. But it was a it definitely was a tough decision to walk away from a job that was paying me well, that had a lot of the uh, you know key attributes that I wanted, the flexible work schedule that I wanted in a location that I liked. Uh, but yeah, I would say it was definitely worth it to come back here and take the risk.
0: Yeah. So you like Denver, but so far, Missoula, let's talk Denver versus Missoula. <laughs> we're seeing some Colorado folk move to Missoula, which we're happy about, taking classes like yourself. Talk about why you think that's happening.
1: I think that Missoula is, oh man, this is going to start the migration of people to Missoula. <laughs> I feel like Missoula is uh, a scaled down version of, of say, at Denver. Um, the prices are a little bit lower. The crowds are much lower. The outdoor recreation opportunities are just as high, if not higher. And so you get a lot of those really awesome perks that make Denver this mecca for outdoor people without the traffic crowds I- insane prices etc now if you are from maybe a smaller town or you've lived in you know a rural area of montana idaho etc um, denver's like a whole new world it's it's amazing you know we went to a broncos game we went to avalanche games we've you know spent awesome days downtown in a huge metropolitan city and there's so many opportunities to see so many new experiences, like the Van Gogh exhibit was there. Um, huge, huge, pre- uh, huge like festivals, and concerts, Red Rocks. So there are pros and cons, but I I definitely say that you know the trade offs you make will will pay off. If you want the, the bigger experiences, Denver's amazing. If you want a little bit of a more hometown feel with the outdoor activities, Missoula is just as nice.
0: So cool. You mentioned like the. You could do some of these courses, or not courses, but some of these platforms and programs that you're working with, online course or online trainings, but there is a community to the MSBA program that I've picked up on, and just talking with different folks in that program, Uh, one of them is a a team member here at Pintler Group, Matthew, I know that you have a lot of classes with him, and talk about the community that is the MSBA program and why, you know, perhaps that, that helped push your decision to take the courses in person at a, a reputable university.
1: Absolutely. Um, the community aspect is huge. Um, I'll be frank, the the problems that you're going to tackle within the MSBA's curriculum are extremely complex. Um, for a lot of us, the coding aspect of this program is fairly new, if not totally new. And then the, the questions and the, um, you know, databases that we're building are just as complex as the, uh, the code, the new coding language that we're learning. So when you come to the College of Business at the University of Montana, you're not there alone, which is a huge difference than taking a boot camp at your home. Uh, Within the first two to three weeks, I had made a a pretty sizable study group of good friends with, um, like you said, Matt here at Pentler and a couple other uh, great colleagues at the College of Business. And we study three to four times a week. I would say after class, we have a support system when uh, you know a problems just overwhelming and you're having a bad day. There's people that are in the same exact position that you can reach out and talk to. There's also the aspect of team learning, which I can't say enough about. Uh, sometimes I do not understand a concept, and I will ask another team member, "Hey, can you explain this to me?" If they have. Not only do I get you know the knowledge out of it, but they get to re you know apply a concept, talk through it again, learn it better for themselves. So the collaboration we do is fun. Um, it's exciting. It has helped me learn exponentially over learning by myself in front of a computer screen. So I know it might sound a little rah rah with the with the teamwork, but I truly can't speak highly enough of the um, invaluable. experience invaluable experience of having friends and other people to work with in this program.
0: That's great. Talk about some of the some of the things that, where a light bulb's gone off, you're like, oh, you know, this opened some doors. I can see how this program is applicable to, you know, taking on the world in the field of data science.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm still a little new in the program, so the light bulbs have been uh, few and far between <laughs> as you're comprehending <laughs> yeah as you're comprehending <laughs> these extremely complex topics. But I will say this, I just had one last week. Um, I've done a lot of work in Excel, a lot of formatting of large reports, um, cleaning up data for ECs and you know creating insights out of huge Excel sheets. Last week, we finally bridged the gap between, using SQL in Google BigQuery to manipulate your Excel data in a way that's just frankly so time consuming in, in Excel. It's, uh, it's mind blowing. I was able to query exactly what I needed in about five minutes and pull up a subset of my data set that would have taken me well over an hour of filtering, pivot tables, et cetera in Excel. And that was just that, oh my goodness, um, we've unlocked this new inquisitive power in manipulating our data sets that was just locked before because I didn't know it was there. You know, I knew SQL was a language, but I didn't know that SQL could interface so easily with your data and make your life 10 times easier when it comes to breaking down big data sets and actually getting out insights that you want to see so um, that was one of my recent light bulbs and as far as you know being applicable to the job world I'm I can't speak enough to how many times I've used Excel in my analyst role and um, I'm pretty sure that's not going away so figuring out how to use that tool in a way that's efficient for you and also Really, really insightful for higher up leaders, is a valuable skill that's I don't see going away anytime soon.
0: Totally, there might be some listeners that have spent hours copying, pasting, putting formulas into Excel that are thinking, "Hmm, that sounds kind of nice. That sounds like a time saver for me."
1: It was a treat to uh, it was a treat to work with that data using uh, GBQ. So,
0: cool, Google BigQuery. Yeah, that's one that. Hasn't come across my plate too often. Maybe I need to, I need to check this out. I need to check <laughs> this out. Um, probably not recommended for somebody working full time. The MSBA program.
1: <laughs> the MSBA program does take a lot of time. Um, you know, they have some really great part time tracks that you can take. That's one of the most appealing things about this college's you know adaptation of the MSBA program, as there are many now across the country. The flexibility here is unrivaled. The dedication to making sure that you can actually learn asynchronously is, again, I would say bar none. They have dedicated Zoom operators. They have state-of-the-art rooms with multiple microphones, cameras, etc. So you can feel like you are there to the best of the computer's ability and feel like you're learning. Even if you are working full-time, even if you are taking the class at 9 o'clock at night because you have a busy schedule and maybe you have children. They do a great job of making this program accessible to everyone, and then on top of that, the faculty have been responsive on Teams, quick with emails, um, easy and available to offer help when needed, because again, these are really complex topics in some portions of the program, but the help and the support and the option to relook at, you know, a class or a data set have always been there in this program. And um, that's a huge factor of success, especially in hard situations. Um, So I can't say enough.
0: Yeah. What was your undergraduate degree in?
1: I double majored in finance and business management at the University of Idaho.
0: Okay. And there's folks in the program from all backgrounds, all majors.
1: Yeah, there's there's a, I work with a, I work routinely with a woman who has a degree, I believe in journalism. I have many, you know, friends that I work with who were MIS or accounting, etc. So all walks of life are welcome, and they do a a great job of, again, providing that support to get you up to speed because, again, these concepts are hard. Yeah.
0: So have you thought about where you want to go? The big question after graduation: stick around Missoula, <laughs> ski for a couple of years. No, but have you thought about that after? You know what what Career trajectory you want to want to take off on?
1: I have. Um, I came back to the MSBA again in a very career-driven, you know, path. I wanted to take this program to upskill and you know, be uh, more effective in the workplace. So I have thought about a lot of different options of uh, careers coming out of this program. As far as narrowing them down, I have not. I would like to go back into the analyst role, perhaps at a higher level. Um, I've also seen some different opportunities with just the, the data engineering that we're getting into, the programming that we're getting into. There's a lot of different doors that have been kind of opened in my mind after going through this program. So I would say I do not have a clear path yet, but uh, the opportunities in the data field, as I'm sure a lot of people can just read on Google, are, you know, quite yeah. large. Yeah,
0: so. you might have your pick. Yeah. Yeah, which uh, is cool. How about location? Have you thought about where you want to land?
1: Uh, I love to travel, so I will definitely be pushing for remote work again. Uh, Vale's flexible work policy allowed me to spend time with my family that I really hadn't seen in a while from going to undergrad uh, way out in Idaho. Mm-hmm. I'm from Philadelphia originally. So I'll definitely be looking for remote again to enable that just – flexible travel. I don't stay in the same place too long, typically. Thanks to my girlfriend, she really likes to travel too. So uh, yeah, I haven't picked a location, but I definitely say we have thought about getting back to the East Coast, to that Vermont, New Hampshire, New York area, that might be the next uh, exploration for us. Yeah,
0: Yeah, New England's kind of neat. I think there's, you know, not as big of mountains, but the skiing is really top rate maybe faster lifts than the missoula (laughs) area (laughs) so high speed quads um that kind of thing
1: yeah vermont in the winter is uh it's it's magical pretty great oh my god yeah burlington and then uh, all the little ski resorts around it there's some big ones too like killington sugar bush Um, it's pretty neat
0: cool cool so the name of the podcast is create talking with different MSBA students, there's a lot of creation happening in the MSBA program, whether it's you know creating things to just break them down because everything's wrong or there's, what is it when you uh, type a piece of code wrong, it breaks and yeah. you know, all sorts of things are happening. So can you talk a little bit about the coursework and how it's different maybe than students are familiar with in undergrad where there's an assignment, they complete the assignment, they get a grade on the assignment and also, the labs. I hear people talk about labs, and in the MSBA, and as an undergraduate, you know, there's there's not a lot of labs in business programs. Or you mentioned a students taking journalism, so help students understand what exactly happens in these classes.
1: Yeah. Um, so for the so for the create part of the question, um, in undergrad, it's very everything feels very regimented, and it's all blocked off. You know, you do A and B, they equal C, and you move on in the msba program here at the um a lot of the projects that we do are more cumulative so you might start on something that seems you know small and inconsequential and then two weeks later that is part a of your four-part project and then by week seven that's part like you know a of 10 part project, etc. So the skills that you build every week are reused and repeated and then expanded upon basically on a weekly basis, I would say for all of my classes. So the difference in, in learning is it's definitely more of a experimental, I would say, type of learning, um, you know, type of learning environment. It's not multiple choice. It's There's four or five ways to figure this out. Uh, Go to it, put your hands on the keys and see what you can come up with and let's see if you can get the right answer. If not, there's support to help you you get back on track. And then as far as lab, uh, lab is a really awesome time to ask questions, to network with students, to ask the professor for um, help on a topic you might not be clear on. We typically have a lab every Thursday, I believe, for about three hours now. And that's just an awesome time again to, um, I get together with my study group. We all sit in the same room. We hop on the Zoom, multiple people bring in questions. We'll go over current assignments that we're working on because these assignments do take a lot longer than most undergraduate assignments. So there's multiple steps. There's multiple paths you can take. And the lab's a great time to talk through where everyone's at to see what other people's thoughts and ideas are um, when it comes to solving the problem that you're stuck on. And also a great time to, to talk to your professor and ask um, some really some really deep dive questions because there will be a lot of times that in the uh, coding assignments particularly, just some of the topics are very complex and he has an amazing grasp on the logic behind what you're trying to type in. so. Lab is just a time that you get to deepen your learning. It's a time that you get to to meet other students and it's a time that you get to really put in productive work on uh, tougher assignments, so.
0: Sounds really beneficial. And the professor's there and there's no lecture. It's just swing by if you have questions,
1: work with your team. It's completely optional. It is completely focused on the students. There's no, um, you know, There's no stigma that you have to be there, but if you show up, you can get the help you need, you can see what other students are working on, you can gauge your progress. It's a really beneficial time to being successful in this program. I and the group of students that I study with have gone to every single lab so far, and the uh, resources and knowledge that we gain from lab is invaluable, so.
0: Great. Oren, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Uh, Really interesting interview and best of luck in the MSBA program and in your future.
1: Thanks so much for having me. It's a great time.